Welcome back to the Book Report Podcast with Allie and Rach. I'm Allie. And I'm Rach. And Rach is already laughing. <laughs> we are already. This is, if you want to hear 30 to 40 minutes of us giggling uncontrollably, mm-hmm. you're in the right spot. We also only have one book, so we're going to be passing it back and forth. Yes, because we're going to have some read-alouds, mm-hmm. ladies and gents. We are. And, Oh, okay. We are doing <laughs> on the podcast today. We are covering Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. And I I thought we would have recorded this one first. We're on a little podcast retreat, Rach mm-hmm. and I. We've recorded several episodes. I we thought waited. we did. We waited I, for we, this one. Yeah. I thought we were going to have to do this one first because I could not contain mm-hmm. my Thoughts, we just kind of abandoned not talking about it. We, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we're gonna, but we really, we've just laughed about it. We've been talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Let me just, if you haven't seen the cover, perhaps you listened on audiobook or, you know, read it on your Kindle. <laughs> this cover, I love. I'm not gonna lie. We've liked a it's lot a of covers. Cover. This cover is fan fucking tastic. Mm-hmm. There is a giant blue Fabio looking creature that you can only mm-hmm. see from like the the nose down in the background. There is a gorgeous girl in a blue furry suit and there's they're on like an icy landscape. A blue tail is wrapping around her and there's a spaceship in the back. I'm going to start this off by saying and I think I talked about this on an earlier episode. My nine-year-old son thinks this is the coolest looking book cover he's ever seen (laughs) and constantly tries to sneak this book away to read it. And something I never realized I would face as a parent Mm -hmm. is hiding your smut from your child. Your alien smut. Your alien barbarian smut books. Because he can't read this. He cannot read this. No, he cannot. And it would be very confusing. We're Mm -hmm. very honest with our children about everything. Not we haven't delved into any of this before because I've never delved into any of this before. Never thought in a million years that (laughs) bestiality would be something that I was reading for pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, we're getting into Ice Planet Barbarians. There's not going to be a lot of rhyme or reason to this podcast. No, it's going to just be us. Um, I I love that the the last two books we've done are like highbrow mm-hmm. books so someone's gonna start listening to our podcast and be like "Ooh, yeah. these ladies they are smart. and this so rach bought me nope. this book for my birthday in july in july last year and i when we were talking about the winter season i said let's not have a real theme around it doesn't have mm-hmm. to fit the season necessarily it's just like whatever helps you cope with seasonal depression this book hit the nail on the head yeah like i mm-hmm. This this is this is the book that will it get also you made out me of feel less depression. cold. When yeah. I was reading it, I was, I think Nashville had temps like in negative zero temps. Yeah, negative zero, <laughs> negative <laughs> below zero, below zero temps. And this book just warmed my cold, cold heart. I'm gonna get real niche on this cover for one second. Okay. Did you grow up going to fair like state fairs or county yeah. fairs? Because I think. Mm-hmm. If you went to any of them, you probably rode the ride called the Himalaya. Mm-hmm. It went around in a circle, and they play, like, vibey music, and then it stops and it goes backwards in a circle oh. real, real, real fast. Uh-huh. No. It's like a, this cover mm-hmm. looks like the art, the 
carnival art that's on the Himalaya ride at I the fair. Look it up right now. So much. I also only have one casting for this whole thing, and it's based on the cover, which we'll get to last. But my casting for this was terrible. It, it's basically just like Avatar. This is. <laughs> this is. Uh, yeah, you need to find the the pictures of the ride. It's my favorite ride at the fair. Himalaya ride. Okay. Mm, I see it. Let's see images. I think I have read this. I feel like I need to show you the exact. Oh, none of these are hidden. I've definitely. Oh, it's like skiers, yeah, but no. like cartoon skiers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah, I need to find a good picture. But it just it reminded me of that fair ride so much, where all of the paintings at the fair I grew up going to, all of the rides, the art on the rides, is a little too sexy for a family affair. Ah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> and I took my boys to my hometown fair this year for the first time. And was just vague, like so much more aware of how. Why are why are you painting all of this on like, this kids' ride? What kind of sauciness are we talking about? Like this book cover, her her she's pretty a little boobalicious on here, right? And when you yeah. have a nine year old boy standing in line for mm-hmm. ten minutes to get on the ride, yeah, just staring at this cover, you know, or staring at mm-hmm. the the art, you're just more aware. Yeah. Short shorts with like fur hoods oh and stuff. Oh and my God. Okay. It just reminds me so much of that fair ride. This fa- this ride looks kind of baller. I'm it's my favorite fair ride. There's different versions of it. And, and they play really like all of the music they play slaps and it's just going super fast in a circle. Yeah. yeah I've definitely ridden this before. Anyway, that's my very niche comment on the book cover oh and gosh. why it makes me feel very nostalgic and I love it. Okay. Well, thank you for that trip down memory Memory lane. lane. Do you want to talk about the cocktail? Sure will. So we are drinking practically straight rum right now just to get us in the right headspace to talk about alien porn. (laughs) And so when we were trying to come up with a cocktail, Allie and I sometimes collab on cocktails. Sometimes we just say, we just want this thing or we're feeling this vibe for this cocktail. Or the one last week, Allie just said, I got this. Don't worry about it. I'm going to surprise you mm-hmm. with pure liquor yeah, in sorry. a glass. And we knew we wanted this cocktail to be blue. Mm-hmm. Blue Curacao makes my head hurt. And turns out neither one of us communicated on who was buying the blue Curacao. <laughs> so we both bought So it. now we have, we are the owners of two full bottles. I also have a bottle at home because you, I never use it and I had to buy it for something 10 years ago. Yeah. So I have a full bottle at home, another full bottle, and you have a full bottle. We and need some college students in our lives who want do. to drink some blue Curacao oh just gifted to. Mm-hmm. So we're in North Carolina on this retreat and North Carolina has, like Tennessee, like very strange liquor laws. A little weirder, maybe. You have ABC stores here, which I hate an ABC store. But yeah. No ABC store. But anyway, Allie was shamed for buying. I was. I bought two good bottles of liquor, really nice stuff for mm-hmm. some of our other cocktails, and a bottle of Blue Curacao, and the guy shamed me. He said, oh, what's going on here? You got these two nice, a nice mm-hmm. rum, a nice gin, and then this? And I just looked at him. I stared at him very awkwardly. Who the fuck cares? Because they also didn't have any of the liquor I needed. They didn't have any of the... They didn't have a lot of what I was looking for, so I was already Mm -hmm. kind of annoyed. So anyway, for the cocktail, I 
You could definitely put this on ice. We have really? a bottle of it, of the extra, that I didn't freeze into a popsicle mold. But while I was dropping off my son at my mom's house on the way here, she handed me two, and it could not have been more perfect or more kismet. You didn't two, ask? She just handed No, these she two? said, oh, you left these here, these popsicle molds, last time you were here, and it's two of the blue ones. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. Thanks, Mom. Giant blue alien Thank you, dicks. Mother, for my idea for an alien penis popsicle. If you haven't figured this out mm-hmm. and you are listening to this podcast with kids in your car, don't. Oh, goodness. No. Stop it. No, stop that right now. So we have two giant blue popsicles in blue popsicle molds. What's in here? So what's most upsetting is how you have to push the popsicle out is kind of like giving a hand drop. <laughs> You started doing it, and I was like, I can't do it that way. Sorry, well, you have to listen to this. You're just going to push it out, and then you're going to suck the top. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. i got to take a picture. This is going to be the hardest thing to edit, because I'm going to have to. Okay. Okay. I feel like less editing on this one, probably. Well, it's just we keep laughing really loud. Okay. Oh, sorry. Should I put this popsicle in portrait mode? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. I'm so, so uncomfortable. In this popsicle are is blue curacao, coconut milk, and pineapple juice. Oh, perfect. So it was really just a pina colada, a blue pina colada. So blue curacao, what else? Pineapple juice and coconut milk. Okay. Full fat. Don't skimp, babies. Oh, that's delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe we will use the blue curacao. That's so good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I was going to drink it as a cocktail and not a popsicle, mm-hmm. I would probably add rum, make it boozier. Oh, also, <laughs> just because I've been reading this book that is just so outside of my wheelhouse, like... I have read smut before. Oh, it's not outside of mine. I love it. Never read anything like this before. And yesterday we went on a hike and we told a story last week where we made up the story about finding a bear and the bear chasing after us. You'll have to catch up. I'm not going to explain the whole story again. But as we hit the top of the hill and we're about to tell my husband that we saw a bear and where our lives were in danger, we had to start screaming. Which we didn't see a bear. No, we didn't. That was all a trick. We had to start screaming. <laughs> the only screaming, every screaming noise that came out of my head was an orgasm sound. It was, it was like hilarious. Ah! And I couldn't, I couldn't think Fake of a scream. scary scream. I couldn't be scared. Well, it's it was because just, you have been reading Ice Planet Barbarians. I think so. Like, man. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Let's try to summarize this, you and me, without yeah. making... Trying not to make mouth sounds. Okay. (laughs) Lean back if you need to eat the popsicle. Okay, I will lean back. Ice Planet Barbarians (laughs) is about a girl named Georgie. Georgie. Her name is so dumb. I I hate her name. I'm sorry, Georgie. Georgie is kidnapped from her bed in the middle of the night by aliens. We're starting off strong. Mm -hmm. We're starting off, I'm here for it, is the vibe. It was the first two pages. First two pages, mm -hmm. she's kidnapped by aliens. These bad aliens. They mm-hmm. are not good. They've. She gets on their ship and realizes there's like a ship full of these hot single ladies. And they are basically being human trafficked. Through space. Through space and time. Mm-hmm. Through space. Mm-hmm. They're being human trafficked through space for God knows what end. But we can only assume nefarious reasons. And you never find out. I love that this is hanging out there because there's so many books. I'm like, I want to know... How I know. Georgie's going to bring down think, this. I didn't know this was a series, and I'm <gasps> going to read a lot of them. I'm so excited. Okay, sorry. So, no, this is a you time mm-hmm. in situation. 
watching Rachel eat this popsicle right now, I have to close my eyes because I cannot it's focus. It's kind of disturbing. It's talking about this while she's just chonky. <laughs> <laughs> chonky blue popsicle is upsetting. So she's being kidnapped. They, she decides they have to fight back. They're going to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you think you're going to, I think I'd give up. Yeah. I'd be a giver upper real quick mm-hmm. in this. She's not going to. I can't remember exactly how it goes down, but she is trying to get out of the situation and the spaceship crash lands onto an icy planet. Planet, And she wakes up and the aliens who were kidnapping them have like left them there. Yeah, they dropped them there. They dropped them off on this like icy planet. And I think they're coming back. They know they're coming back. Yeah, okay. Important. One girl has this crazy thing embedded. One of the girls has this thing embedded in Mm -hmm. her ear where she can like speak other languages like if you it's like a translator device so i think she's the one who's like they're coming back yeah it's the girls there's several girls probably like six six ish girls Mm -hmm. who are awake and then they also had like freeze dried no what's the word i'm looking for they (laughs) cryo frozen yeah something these other girls in these test tube things that they think those girls looked asleep yeah think independence day with Mm -hmm. the aliens and independence day so they've all crash landed, and Georgie somehow becomes their leader, and is like, I'm going to go find out what's going on on this planet. We can't sit here and wait for them to come back. Mm-hmm. We have They're also to- in their pajamas that they were yeah. kidnapped in, so it's freezing. It's freezing on this planet. They're so cold. The grossest thing about this with her leaving is to go out in the snow, she has to put on extra clothes. She has killed an alien. Mm-hmm. Also, when they crash landed, all of their poop mm-hmm. that they'd been pooping in a bucket splattered everywhere. So, Honey is covered in poop. She ain't sexy right now. No. In a dead guy's. She peels uniform. off a dead alien's uniform to wear it to go. Even hearing you describe this book, I'm like, I love this book. I'm so here for it. Yeah. So, she constantly is reminded of how terrible she smells. Because it smells like poop. Mm-hmm. Other people's poop, too. Very quickly, Georgie... I, she passes out, right? And is woken up. But the Vectal, I think you pronounce it Vectal. I don't even know. Oh, Vectal? so she finds a cave? Or maybe she does. Oh, no, no, she gets trapped. She walks into one of his traps, oh, his hunting right, traps, right. and she's hanging upside down. She passes out after she sees him coming. Mm-hmm. And she falls. Big blue aliens, like mm-hmm. seven feet tall, mm-hmm. horns, human like ish, mm-hmm. but large guy with a tail and horns. She has been trapped by him. He's some sort of hunter-warrior wandering Mm -hmm. through the ice planet. He cuts her out of the trap, takes her to a cave, and is immediately turned on by Georgie and realizes she is his mate. She is his uh, resonance. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of terminology in this book. She is his kui. We don't really know how to pronounce that, but Mm -hmm. we've been talking about it all week. Kui. His kui whatever resonates with her this is it for him mm-hmm. doesn't even know what she is he's never seen a creature like this before mm-hmm. so in rap uh, y'all trigger warning seriously if your kids are in the car with you it's time to turn this off but <laughs> she, he is so enraptured by what is his soulmate that he immediately goes down on her mm-hmm. this is like she's sleeping this is like chapter three y'all mm-hmm. she's sleeping he goes down on her she wakes up to this and is like, what the fuck? Ain't gonna stop it. <laughs> Georgie's like, I've been through hell and back. 
This I'm is not, about I to get warm. me some. I'm warm. And all that to tit. orgasm. <laughs> yep. She. Girl knows what she wants and she wants that. So the book is also told in alternating. I love books like that. Perspectives. So you go back and forth in Georgie's perspective and then you go to Vectal. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of them in this book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the two perspectives. So it alternates the perspectives of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so all of this is taking place in Vectal's perspective. And then you turn the chapter and it's Georgie. And she's kind of waking up. She thinks she's in a dream, maybe. Because who, yeah, uh, of who course would have she ever thought? She's also been treated like shit. And then all of a sudden, this nice thing is happening to her, even though I know how problematic this sounds. We know. There's no we consent know. happening. She's no. asleep. But also, here's what I will say. We were discussing this with our friends last night. From his perspective, he, in his culture, you're qui, 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 you're little parasite that lives mm-hmm. inside of you. Hoping you've read this book and we're not being confusing right now. Yeah. It will only resonate with your true mate who also is resonating with you. So yeah. for him, he's thinking, if I'm feeling this, she's fe- there's no world that exists where she wouldn't want this. Yeah. Like where she. So I feel like it is prob- it is at its core problematic that puts some what's the word I'm looking for? Myth or world building over it that oh, makes okay. it acceptable. Yes. Okay. Yes. We all we it's, we all know. It's an alien smut where <laughs> Yeah. Both of our husbands last night when we were talking about this book were both like, How does it go from perfectly normal being abducted by aliens to having sex with them within twenty four hours? It's mm. like I can't explain it. No, you just gotta read it. You just gotta read it. So you find out that the what's their race? I don't remember what they're like creature. Oh, they're, what are they called? I don't remember either. Sa Saku? No, that's another term. Okay. So the, his people mm-hmm. also crash landed on this planet hundreds of years ago. And I don't know if you picked this up, but the when they crash landed, it referred to the ship that they were on as a pleasure ship. Which makes me think they are just sexual creatures. They're just like sex-loving. I kind of thought it just meant like a cruise. Like they're all on vacation. Or it could be like a... Pleasure ship. A pleasure ship. Like a big (laughs) swinger party. Like a big... Like they're just sexy people. Mm -hmm. And they crash landed. But they've been trying to survive on this planet pretty successfully. But they're only... Out of all the males in their group, there's only like four females or something. So Mm -hmm. odds are against them. So when... A Vectal finds out that there's a whole bunch of women, females from this other, from the ship who have crash landed on his planet. He is like, this is perfect scenario. Not only did I find my soulmate Mm -hmm. who randomly crash landed, there's like 12 more of you who could potentially be soulmates with all my buddies. And have their babies. And have their babies. And we're all saved. And you're Mm -hmm. all happy. He refers to his semen as his seed. I hate over and over and over again, and it's disturbing. Okay, as someone who grew up very evangelical in purity culture, I read smut. It's never gonna not make me giggle and feel awkward Mm -hmm. because I'm never. There's not enough therapy in the world to undo that scenario. But also the juxtaposition of him referring to it as seed, which is biblical 
that is the only part of this that made me want to throw the book up against the wall. And I was like, please stop calling it that. I am on a precipice of not being able to handle this because I can't undo the way I was raised. And you need to not call it seed, sir. Sir, sir Bechtel. Mr. Bechtel. So they cannot communicate yet. Mm-mm. They will soon. It's super funny how fast all that happens and everything changes. Yeah. It does all happen really fast, and I actually think it could have not happened as fast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get into a little bit of, like, what I think about it. Okay. But the the world building in this isn't bad at all. No. I was so intrigued by this I story. I can't wait to read the other ones because I want to – they put these little so much. pieces in everywhere. They're like, I want to know what their home planet this looks like. This could have been mm-hmm. double the yeah. length, and I would have still read it in two days. Mm-hmm. I read this so fast, partly because I – feel awkward and I'm skimming past a lot of the sexual <laughs> stuff and also because I'm like wait they crashing on a pleasure ship what does that mean uh-huh. I don't want to know all of the things yeah but yeah sorry I interrupted no totally like there's just so many things that I was thinking I want to know more about I cannot wait to know more about what this human tra- trafficking looks like I hope that the mm-hmm. very last book takes that organization down I would love to hear. I think the next book is actually about another couple. So I think it's about Liz and another one of the Ra- his tribe. Rahosh or something. something like he So Vectal mentions his dad at some point mm-hmm. and how he doesn't like thinking about how he died. And he mentions that. Like, I feel like all of this stuff is going to bubble up. And Ruby Dixon which I, I didn't read the last part about why she wrote this, so I'd love to hear you talk more about that. But she did a really good job. I just think there's just so many so many things that I look forward to reading about as I continue reading through the series. Yeah, this was so fun. Mm-hmm. I So in the end, basically, it very quickly progresses to she also is into him. He puts a quee inside of her, which is some sort of parasite that helps you survive. On You can't survive on this planet without one. You do learn that there, there's you something learn. in the air that you can only live like seven or eight days. Yeah, before it kills you. Mm-hmm. You have to have this quee inside of you. Mm-hmm. And it's in, it's actually interesting how – I hope there, I hope people are listening to this who love this book and who have been made fun of for reading this book mm-hmm. and loving it so much. And they're like, yes, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I want people to be excited about yeah. this conversation. But – the way you learn that this group of people who crash land on this planet have built this kind of mythology, almost not a religion, but they're like belief system around the science of mm-hmm. crash landing on a planet and having to survive and all of this stuff. It's kind of, it's great. It's a yeah. great sci-fi-ish kind of yeah. book she, to read. Do you want to talk a little bit about why she wrote it? Yeah. So I read this book in two seconds, could not stop reading it as my nine-year-old keeps begging me to read it out loud and I can't stop giggling uh so I thought it was really interesting the author's note at the end where she talks about how she had started the Ruby Dixon pen name so she could dip her kind of dip into uncharted ebook territory she so that's not her name no okay and it, she says, I'm just going to read a little bit. At that point, I'd gone. She was writing series about bikers. She was burned out on them and like motorcycle clubs. 
She wanted to write something new and fresh, something off the rails, something just for me. And if everyone else in the else in the world hated it, that'd be just fine. It was just to make my brain happy and then I'd go back to writing all the other stuff. It's not that I don't enjoy writing everything else I do, but those of you who have been fans for a while know that I dip in and out of a variety of series. I think of it like hot wings. They're tasty and delicious, right? But if you have hot wings for a month straight, you're going to scream the moment you smell buffalo sauce. That was me. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with that was writing, but it was just buffalo sauce. <laughs> So I decided to write a science fiction romance. I love science fiction, always have. When I was a kid, my mom would get old science fiction magazines and books from yard sales. So then she goes on to say, uh, there were all kinds of stories of men having space adventures. Men men exploring the far reaches of space, men saving the day, men rescuing the damsel in distress, who appears for all of a chapter and then disappears again. Loved the concept, hated the execution. Sci-fi romance had been on a bit of a downswing for a while, too. So she goes on to say, basically, she gives the background of this is she just wanted to do it. And, like, Mm -hmm. fuck all whoever reads it. It doesn't matter. And I love to – I'm trying to find it. She talks about how she doesn't call it science fiction. She calls it sci-fi because science fiction purists Mm -hmm. prefer the term science fiction. And she didn't – she's like, I'm not writing for you. I'm writing – so she calls it sci-fi, which I loved, too. And she talked about how, I'm going to read again, just a quote. I wanted the planet that Georgie and company were stranded on to be absolutely rotten and inhospitable. I almost didn't make it an ice planet because it seemed too mean. But since this was just for me, I figured, fuck it. (laughs) Which I love. And then, uh, yeah, so she just wrote this book seriously for herself. Every choice she made was, fuck it. I'm doing this for me. And then... Years later, so it was written in, I'm going to get it wrong. I think it was like five years ago. 2014 is when she started writing it. And then all of a sudden her friends start texting her. Oh, I saw your book on TikTok. Oh, it's like blowing up on TikTok. She didn't have TikTok. She didn't know anything Uh about it. And fast forward to May 2021, six years after she published it, she was deep into, she was doing spinoff series. She was still doing all this stuff and the fans were mentioning do you know uh-huh. you're mentioned on tiktok and she's like great i don't even know what that means and then the book blew up to what it is today to me this is a testament of we should all roll into 2023 yeah. with the mentality of do something for yourself mm-hmm. say fuck it and it didn't even happen for six years yeah. for six years this book was but if it's doing something that you loved yeah and who the fuck cares? And I feel like that's our little bit of our podcast. Yeah. Moving to 2023. We love it. We love it. We have so much fun doing this. Mm-hmm. Kind of fuck it. We've. I feel like we've, we started out trying to have all these plans. We have to make a nice cocktail. We have to yeah. get a recipe just right for mm-hmm. people. We have to release on a schedule. And we're kind of to the fuck it stage yeah. where we're doing I this. I feel like Halloween really helped because yeah. we just had so much fun on Halloween. And not being able to upload it that next morning it like released something yeah it's like oh no i was just living my life so we are doing this yeah if it blows up it does if it doesn't that's fine too that's actually maybe preferable (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i just loved that mentality when i read the author's note it made the book so much more enjoyable to me reading it and knowing that i'm enjoying that some something that someone just wrote Mm -hmm. because it made them happy yeah makes me happier do you know how many there are in the series I don't off the top of my head, no. Also, do you know who Ruby Dixon is? 
wait we should look that up i hope it's a female it sounds like a female we don't know who it is i don't know she writes under multiple pet names so i'm not sure but you know what ruby dixon i'm a fan i did keep uh some notes while i was reading that i would love to chat about before we get into any sort of casting on page 32 this is one thing that drove me crazy it sometimes it doesn't take much for me to almost want to dnf a book and i was really into this book and then she says for christ's sakes but instead of christ's sake which Uh i thought it's for christ's sake yeah it is spelled c-r-i-s-s-a-k-e-s for christ's sakes for christ's sakes all one word I was ragey. Here it is. I'm from Florida, for Christ's sakes. Oh, oh my God. That's a detail that we haven't talked about yet. Is of that course she's from, she's from Florida. Orlando. Okay. Rach is from Florida. Mm-hmm. And Orlando sucks. Did you feel, of course, someone named Georgie is from Orlando? Of course. <laughs> of okay. course. The, just the wildest place for her to be I'm from. I'm also from South Alabama, like 30 minutes from Florida. So, the you know. Oh my gosh. We can say those things. So, that bothered me. Okay, chapter 39, and I think this is what I read out loud. Our friends, we, yeah, we read it out loud. I'm just gonna, I, I can't. Just the fact that chapter 39 is when we are 39 pages into this book, and this is when he <laughs> meets her. He cannot handle how attracted he is to her. Gotta have her. And he's like, I bury my face between her legs so I can taste all of her end of scene end mm-hmm. of chapter mm-hmm. and i my husband keeps talking about how when i was reading this book i'm sitting on the couch reading it while everyone's in the living room and i just can't stop cackling i laughed so hard <laughs> and everyone's like what I can't tell any of you people you people also page 42 this is another thing ruby dixon ma'am come is not spelled c-o-m-e when you are talking about the actual Oh, fluid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I, let me make sure I'm not getting this wrong. I, have to, I wrote what page it was on. Uh, I wrote that it's on page 42. Now I can't find it. I felt like she wrote the, <laughs> the noun, not the verb, <laughs> as C-O-M-E, and it upset me, really. Oh. But now I can't find it in the book. So I wrote it down as a note. The number of pages we have flipped down and this book is truly I know hilarious I cannot shocking. wait so I would highly recommend this book I'm like deep into trying to figure out who she is right now and I'm oh. just gonna put this away if anyone has it's if we're wrong and mm. it's an easy find and everyone knows it tell no us. it's not it's not no okay I just saw like an animation it on reddit that'd be so fun yeah that would be, be so, so fun, fun to have a secret identity. Yes. And it not be a cool spy. It's someone who just writes no, dirty we, books. So we talked about this last night, and we've talked about it before. I don't know if we have on the podcast, but I, how fun would it be to write whatever the hell you wanted? Yeah. It would be really hard to write something, because I feel like the best books are written with complete and utter lack of any sensitivity to anyone. Emily Whitson talked about this. She couldn't make a character the name of an ex-boyfriend. But like, even if, if I wrote about a married couple and it resembled anything that has ever happened in my own marriage, yeah, I know my husband would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that's, you can't talk about that there. So it'd be really hard to write something honest. But if, what if you're a good writer, you write this amazing book 
and you publish it under someone else's name. I can't keep secrets. You would know in two seconds. No, for sure. Well, you'd have to, like, if it became, like, Ruby Dixon, say she didn't tell her family. Anyone? Say she didn't tell anyone. Well, she had to tell someone. She has a husband. Right. She writes about that in the AMA. But imagine, what if her husband didn't know? Oh. Because it was an ebook, and she's a yeah. writer, so she's just writing. Say he didn't know, and all of a sudden it blows up, and she gets this check from who's the publisher? I don't even know. Whoever the fuck. For $10 million to publish the book, and you're yeah. not going to hide that money. No. Oh. And then, okay, go on this journey with me a little longer. What if... You get the check. You're like, oh, shit. I've mm-hmm. got to tell. i got to tell. Mr. Dixon about this $10 million. And he's like, what? Can I read the book? And you're just like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can read no, it. No, he should feel proud. If she's able to write that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. she's getting some good D. So he, yeah. should, be, he should read it and be like, am I Vectal? Am this I is Vectal? great. Uh-huh. Am I? Do I have a horn that hits your... <laughs> third nipple which is so upsetting they, no, i love that that was my favorite part actually oh my the fact god that he calls her clit a third nipple <laughs> is my favorite part of the whole whole entire book did you favorite know that part. there are have we talked about the dildos the ice barbarian dildos you you enlightened me yesterday well my husband enlightened me that's actually like, our search better. history has got to be upsetting for uh-huh. some some google scrubber is out buy them you can buy yeah no you can dildos i don't know how much they are i wonder if she gets that money if they're like licensed, yeah. If it's like licensed, she created. You know, it. That Star Wars stuff is licensed. Yeah, they get Star Wars Legos. You know, I wonder if she has children. Oh my! I was telling my husband. So after reading this book, I said, I think you and I could come up with a pen name, and we could write mm-hmm. a good like book like this that could blow up on TikTok. We could write mm-hmm. some smut, and then nothing would make me happier than one day being able to pay for my kids' college or not college, even like take a trip, take a year off of, oh, yeah. and go travel Europe. This money is from smut. <laughs> you wouldn't even imagine what came out of my brain. Your mother's brain. T- together. If it was together in particular. <laughs> oh, your parents wrote some dirty novels back huh? in the day. And that's how you're able to take a gap year and go travel the world. Yeah. What would Enjoy. what would your reaction have been? Would you have been? A disbelief. Utter proud, disbelief. Proud disbelief. Disturbed proud disbelief. Disturbed proud disbelief. Yeah, I want to. I want to do it. So, so unexpected. But the thing is, you can't just be good at writing smut. This is like a, mm-hmm. like like we said, the one critique of this book is that there wasn't more world building because I was so yeah. intrigued by it all. Yeah, that's my one critique. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I have a quick. I have one casting. That is it. Okay, and it's a random one. Who is it? Who did you cast? This cover. Mm-hmm. So, this cover art looks like an. TikToker slash author, okay. Piper CJ. You claim not to know who she is, but look at, tell me if a brunette version of her is not this cover art. Oh, I totally know who this is. Doesn't she look like this cover art? She looks so much like that cover art. So for a while, I couldn't figure out who this look. I was like, this looks like a person. No, and I couldn't totally figure does. out who it was, but it looks like Piper CJ from TikTok. Yes, I've She could be seen. Georgie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not her jaw. It's like her jawline and cheekbones. Yeah. yeah. have the same shape as this cover art. She's supposed to dye it brown. Oh, I'm going back and 
and her blonde hair, but I bet she could dye it brown. She'd be that she had that be her. Does she act? She is she. Don't know. But she looks a lot like this cover art, so mm-hmm. that's my only casting. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, who did you ca- you had a cast? No, I just had the whole cast of Avatar. That's who they were. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Lot, I did lots of thinking on that. That's what people kept asking me, what were the aliens mm-hmm. like? It's just Avatar. Yeah. If you didn't think Avatar was weird, you this isn't weird. Mm-mm. So. That's true. I know. Don't get me on, Don't get me started on how men judge smut when they won't judge other things. Uh-huh. You didn't think it was weird. There's nothing funny and awkward and weird and no one's claiming bestiality that I heard. Yeah. I'm sure some people do. Yeah. No one's out there being like, oh, it's so weird. Uh-huh. Uh, Avatar. Avatar. They, they hooked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Same then you're like, oh, weird bestiality alien smut. They're I'm just like, not no. hiding it. They're just. It's just because it's written by a woman, but don't get mm-hmm. me started. Oh. Hmm. I, I have a lot of uh, deep, deep beliefs about smut and the way men view smut. And Interesting. it's. Yeah. Hmm. Or even just not even smut. Just. You know, Akatar, any of yeah. that, because there are consensual sex scenes mm-hmm. throughout the book, it is not regarded as, like, a good fantasy series, or it, it's put in a different bucket than something like Game of Thrones. Yeah. When Game of Thrones has an equal amount of sexual scenes, they're just rapey. Yeah. But somehow that's high-class fantasy. Yeah. So. Anyway, not going to get started on that. <laughs> HBO, where are you at? Yeah, give us some ice plan of our parents. Mm-hmm. I would watch that movie. I would go to theaters and watch that movie. That would that would do great. It would do so good. So anyways, ten, we recommend this one. It's a fun 100%. One. You're feeling shitty. You're feeling blue. You're feeling no, cold. Pu- pun intended. Yeah. Feeling blue. <laughs> feeling blue. Make a blue popsicle. Oh my God. Just one more aside and then we'll let you go. So I was wearing my reusable under eye <laughs> Mask. masks. And if anyone uses those, they're not the same as the jelly ones. The jelly ones are, you throw them away. But there's reusable ones. I think Dew makes a really great one. And the outside, oh, man, I'm so mad. I I was wanting to wear them Mm. while we podcast them. But it feels so soft and suede I just kept thinking, like, this has got to be what Vectal's (laughs) rich penis feels like. come over here and tell me if these don't feel like an alien dick. So everyone just started petting my eyes, and they all agreed. Well, it felt lovely. Do any of us know? No. Well, it's no, what the way she made it sound. She did a good job describing it. All, all right. <laughs> so next week, or do we want to read the the scary book you started? The scary book I started. We're all the same in the dark. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So next week we are going to be reading "We Are All the Same in the Dark" by Julia Heberlin. Heberlin. Not sure. I'll look it up before next week. Very excited about this one. We mm-hmm. are 180ing all over the place this season. So hope you're ready Love for it. it. All right. All well, right. this concludes our retreat. <gasps> we are wrapping up our podcast retreat, but you will just keep getting those episodes week mm-hmm. after week. So thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to be sober for the next one. Oh, yeah. So. Sober January or dry January. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. So we'll have some lovely mocktails for you all the next coming weeks. Yummy. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of The Book Report with Allie and Rach. You can find us on Instagram at Book Report Podcast. You can find us on TikTok at at Book Report Podcast. And if you want to write us an email, you can write us an email at thebookreportpod at gmail.com.